Okay. <laughs> Hi. Guys, I miss that song too much. I, uh, you know, I'm playing around here. It's a new podcast for me. And we're already in episode two of Hannah season, um, season 15. God, can you believe it? Of The Bachelorette. And uh, yeah, you know, we started with On the Wings of Love, the awesome Jeffrey Osborne song made in 1982 before I was born. Uh, but yeah, I had to bring it back. So I'm going to put a pull up, um, and ask you guys, do you like this song? Do you not like this song? (laughs) And you know what? You might be asking yourself, why, why are you playing this song? Like who the heck cares about this, this old 1980s song? Well, let me tell you, The Bachelor cared about it back in Jake Pavelkia's season, who by the way, was a pilot just like Peter, um, yeah, anyway, this was like the theme song of that entire season, and it just made me crack up. Like, every time I heard it, it was it was so cheesy. Um, you know, and I was young when this was on, and I should have been like in awe of it, but I was like, what the heck is this 80s song? So, you know what, Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison has a sense of humor too, obviously. So I think... Uh, you know, you'll see some random stuff on The Bachelor and think, why is this on there? But guys, this is ABC. You know, this is like primetime TV in the evening. So we got to have some family-friendly stuff. It's a great non-sexual song on the wings of love. All right. So anyway, that's why my podcast is called On the Name On the Wings of Love. Um. So yeah, we're in episode two. And you know, today we're just going to talk about everything from the drag date to uh, her one-on-one date with Tyler, aka Tim Tebow, uh, to the roller skating date with uh, Fred Willard. Love him. Um, you know, we have some drama sprinkled in with Cam, with Luke P. Um, but this was a great episode. It was really great. So if you watched it and you're like, that's great. Let's move on. No need to listen. But if you watched it and loved it and want to discuss a little more, keep listening. Okay. And before I forget, at the end of this episode, after we discuss all of episode two, we're going to do our Where Are They Now segment on Blake Horseman, who was Becker Kufrin's runner up. So F2, if you want to call it that. Um, So anyway, I'm going to give you an update on Blake and then just a few other Black Bachelor gossip um, updates. Okay, stay tuned. All right. So anyway, the episode starts off with a drag date. Um, She takes several of the guys. Dylan, he was the one with the coiffed hair and the white, um, white tux jacket in the first episode. So he gets picked for this date. Luke uh, S., who was Nick Vial's lookalike. Uh, Luke P., who was her um, first rose, first impression rose giver. Or, that made no sense, but she gave the first impression rose to him. Um, Jonathan, John Paul Jones, um, Jed, the country singer-songwriter, and uh, Mike, um, you know, who... I, you know, maybe this no one else is saying it, but I think undercover we're all like Mike. He is a successful, smart, well-spoken um, black man. Not that 
you know, it should matter if he's black or white, but come on, we are ready for a black bachelor. So I'm just hoping that Mike represents himself well this entire season and that he could be our next bachelor. So I don't even care if he falls in love with Hannah. I I really don't. I just, I want him to go far. I want viewers to like him. I want him to be the next bachelor. So you heard it here first. (laughs) Mike for bachelor. All right. Anyway, um, so they're all on this date. It was so much fun. I personally don't watch drag, but I've seen these characters like in the peripheral of, you know, TV and I'm sure they're famous. So it was a cute date. I think it was nice that Hannah had them perform. Obviously she's performed doing pageants. Um, so anyway, not too, too much to say about this date. It was cute. You know, John Paul Jones on the unicycle was pretty funny. Um, Mike and drag with the heels shaking his booty. That was funny. Um, yeah. So Jed kind of stole the show. Um, I just loved his little <laughs> duet with the drag queen going, Hanna, um, like a Kung Fu Panda. That was great. Um, you know, he had a better voice in that little segment when like the camera was just watching him as opposed to him being in front of the audience and actually singing for everyone. Um, so yeah, I know, I know he has a good voice in there. That was like the best time I've heard him sing. I haven't really loved his voice all these other times. Um, but yeah, he has a nice voice in there. So I'm sure just get him on a recording studio and he'll be fine. So, uh, yeah, he has a career ahead of him. Little cowboy Jed. Um, yeah. And then hello, the gentleman who is John Paul Jones has the body of a Greek God, Luke P, um, winning again, like literally at this point, he reminds me of Jordan and, um, Jojo season early on in Jojo season. I want to say it was the first date. If not, it was like the first episode of dates and Jojo took the guys, I want to say it was like ESPN and they were in studio and you knew that at this point that Jordan was an athlete or, you know, his brother, hello, Jordan Rogers' brother is Aaron Rogers. So you knew he had like sports in his blood and, um, yeah, anyway, it was like a, they were like being commentators on this episode and I was watching it and like anyone watching it was like, oh, this guy Jordan's going to like kill this date. He's going to win this date. So I was watching this episode and I felt the same thing. I was like, oh, this date is for Luke P. Like this is so he can nail it. Like maybe it's for Jed. Jed can show his talent. Like, yeah, Jed would be better on this date than the roller skating date. But Luke P, hello, they want to showcase that body. Hello, duh. So yes, they did that. And I appreciate that Luke really didn't just make it about himself. Like, here's me strutting my stuff in a bikini bottom. But he, when he spoke, he talked about Hannah and he made it about her. And then he was bold enough to go up and kiss her in front of the guys. And it wasn't like a Demi kiss. Like, when Demi kissed Colton in front of all the guys, it was like aggressive throw her off her coat and like run to him and he was just like let me sweetly like tilt your chin to me and kiss you ah I mean I'm engaged right I can kiss someone all I want but the romantic at heart in me (gasps) loved this 
I think every, I, I don't know. Please tell me if you didn't love this because this was so sweet and romantic. Um, but yeah, anyway, I thought that was very sweet on their date, um, the group date. And then that night at the cocktail party here, she is again mentioning being bold. I want a man to be bold. So, all right, that's like her tagline at this point. The bold beast, maybe? I don't know. Um, and I'm sure the producers made Luke wear that crown and sta- um, sash at the beginning. So, you know, I listen to a lot of Bachelor recaps and it annoys the crap out of me when I find out like after the effect, oh yeah, the producers made me wear like that extra rose or they made me dangle the rose or they made me wear the crown. And I totally believe that the producers were like, dude, you won the sash, you won, you know, uh, Mr. Right competition, so you have to wear your sash and your crown. And so he did. But I love how after he talked to her, uh, Luke came back and he wasn't wearing it and it was gone. And I remember Mike, who's like the little instigator, um, instigator number one, his first comment was he made a cheers to being real and honest and not, you know... 15 minutes love and then the second time Mike was the instigator he was asked Luke like hey where's your sat where's your sash and where's your where's your uh, crown and Luke's like oh yeah I just took it off so I think like Mike was trying to stir the pot but Luke didn't let him so good on you Luke good on you um yeah and I can kind of sense that when Luke was talking to her he seemed genuinely nervous um like the first thing he said to her in their one-on-one time was like how are you feeling with how I handle today right he didn't just say like hey Hannah god you look beautiful like so I want to tell you all about me he said like well how are you feeling like hey I can't you know you saw what I did today how do you feel about that and then he continued to say like I'm genuinely starting to fall in love with you and then he kissed her and um So yeah, I like how he just kind of explained. He said, I started developing feelings for you before I even met you. And my feelings are growing fast. And then he kind of stumbles over his words and he says, I was honestly, I was worried and scared about telling you that tonight because I didn't know how you'd handled it, how you would handle it, but I can't hide it. Um, Yeah, and then Hannah kind of like giggled and was like, oh, well, I asked to be, I asked for bold and you were bold. Um... So, yeah, I just, like, really liked their interaction. Um, It seems like, obviously, they have chemistry. They're both kind of lustful after one another. But that's not a bad thing. Because you should be kind of lustful to some degree for the man you're going to marry in the beginning. Like, you should want to kiss him and be attracted to him. Um, So, yeah, I could see this going far for sure. Yeah. yeah, every guy who's ever gone, at least in like the top two, she's had this sort of, or top three even, has she's had, the Bachelorette has had some sort of like strong visceral chemistry with, and it is clear it is Luke P. So um, anyway, Luke, I like the way you've handled yourself so far, um, that I like that he uh, told her his feelings, but also asked how she was feeling about it. Like, I feel like he's being considerate so far. Um Mike, I don't know, just kind of like stirring the pot, you know, calling what he did blasphemy. And he said, in the history of men, I've never heard someone say that in less than two hours. Well, you know what? 
everyone is different. And if you've watched the show enough, you know that there are the type of guy or woman um, who fall into lust or infatuation quickly. And then there are the people who are like more rational and both can succeed on this show. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Luke's infatuation with Hannah is coming from a genuine place. Um, I just feel like he likes the idea of her and whether or not that will like come out that they're in a relationship, time will tell, but I don't know at this point, I believe it. So, um, anyway, that's, that's my thoughts on Luke P. Um, well, she gave the rose to Jed, you know, Jed sang for her. Jed's sweet. Uh, you know, Jed says all the right things. He just says, oh, such a cool experience. And I was like, smiling the entire time. Like, Jed, we get it. The producers told you to, like, tell Hannah how great the date was, how much you enjoyed, like, being with the drag queens. Because that makes you sound like you're, like, an open-minded guy. And you're cool with other dudes dressing up in drag. And maybe you are cool with that, right? But I, I don't know. I mean, it just... There's something about Jed to me that's kind of fake. Like, he seems like a nice guy, don't get me wrong. But there's something about him that's not as raw as Hannah is. So he might make it to, like, the top four. But I cannot see him being her husband. Like, without a doubt, Jed's not number one. Jed is not F1. Jed might be F4 or F3, which means final four, final three. But he's not going to be F1 and I'm calling it now just based on what I see from him. Um, so anyway, that is Jed. Um, I still think Jed, Luke P, and Mike will go far just from all the shots we get of them and the interaction. So anyway, that's their date. And next we have the really boring date with Tyler G. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was boring. I really don't have much to say, you know? Like, her outfit was really cute. It was all white, very 90s. I love the little jean jacket and the cute tight pants and her little Ked-looking shoes. I don't, She looked adorable. Like, it was very much a style. Like, we're going to look, make you look like you came from, like, 1993. Um, which is... I don't even think she was born then. She was probably born... Oh my god. I bet she was born in like 95. And I have a nephew born in 95. So, wow. Just feels uh, like not that long ago. But anyway, she looked like she came out of the era she was born in. Which was very appropriate. Um, And they did a really fun date. I mean, ATVing in the mud looks like a blast. I'm hoping to do that on my honeymoon. Right? Does that sound like a honeymoon sort of activity? Probably not to most of you, but to me it sounds awesome. So, um, and that was decided before I saw this episode. Anyway, um, so yeah, so they that looked really fun, and of course he was up for it. She like, I hate when The Bachelorette acts like the guy's a big deal for like going along with something, and I want to remind them like, yeah, of course they're going along with this because you're The Bachelorette. If they go along with this, they get more airtime. They get more popularity. Their career might succeed more. So, duh, they're going to, like, boost your ego and tell you how great they think you are and how great this date was and how special they feel, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's not hard to get a guy on a back of a truck and be like, hey, do you want to, you know, drive a car through the mud? 
yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that many men not being happy and excited to do that. So, of course, he was fine with the date. He looks spitting image like Tim Tebow. Um, But I agree, he's better looking than Tebow. Um, Yeah, and the only redeeming really part of this date was I like that he asked her like what she was looking for in life. So I think as a viewer, we kind of got to hear from her what she was into, what she's looking forward to in life, which all I really got from it is that she wants a family, that she like basically wants kids and a family and she wants her own career, but never stated what that career would be. So I don't know if that's just like she was fumbling over her words in her head because she doesn't know what career she wants or if she did say the career and like they cut it out. I don't know. But um, I kind of wish. Sorry y'all I got cut off. Um, I was going to say I kind of wish that we had a little more insight into what Hannah's career is or proposed career is. I mean I know she just be- came off being Miss Alabama and that is kind of a career in- unto itself when you're serving that year I think. Uh but yeah, I mean, we've heard like rumblings of, oh, interior design. I'd love to know what, what she's done or what her aspirations are with that. Um, yeah, and maybe that's just, I can't really buy into only the fact that she's like cute and fun and wants to have babies at 25. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not that many women who are 25 having babies in America. Like the average age, I think it's 29 now um, of, like, your first kid, so it's definitely gone up in America, um, and that city, country, everything, and so, yeah, I just think to be more relatable, I'd like them to producers to show a little bit more about what her career path is, or wants, what she wants it to be. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, um, it was a fine date, nothing to brag over, um, and I just want to say, to finish off, her date with, uh, um, oh my goodness, Tyler, that, uh, I don't think they have chemistry. I really don't think they have chemistry. Um, my fiance agrees with me. They don't have chemistry. So this is not going to go far. Anyway, on to the roller skating date. Um, I love that she said the last time I went roller skating, I broke my arm. And that just reminds me of Sarah Heron. Um, if y'all remember years ago, during Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor, he took the girls roller skating indoors. And I remember Sarah Heron got, like, deathly afraid and was like, I don't know if I want to go. And it was this, like, whole drama segment because she was so afraid um, of roller skating. And I can't remember if she broke her arm because she only has one arm and she was born that way. But, like, she fell or had some traumatic experience roller skating. Um, yeah, if anyone remembers, message me. You know, I'd love to hear more of you from your memory. Um, I'd love to get Sarah Heron on here. I think she's awesome. Um, so maybe she can recall that story for us. But this is only my second time to memory that we have a roller skating date on The Bachelor. Uh, Sean Lowe season and now Hannah season. So... Yep. Uh, honestly, the best part of the date was Fred Willard. The date was pretty stupid. Um, I love that he made a joke and said, you know what this is like? This is like three stooges. Or he said something like, 
the Three Stooges should be on this date. Uh, which is really accurate because all the guys kept falling. It was basically like a comedic relief date. So, um, you know, it's always fun for me seeing these dates where there's like a sport element to it. I know Chris Harrison loves that because he started his career um, doing sports commentary. So I know he appreciates Fred Willard. And if you know Chris Harrison now, um, he still um, is in the sports arena. He plays golf frequently um, with a lot of celebrities. So uh, anyway, I think this was like a fun date for Chris and for Fred, if no one else. Um, Yeah. So anyway, the date was fine. You know, Dustin uh, was the guy who fell in the beginning and then it was, he was the first guy she talked to on the group date. I really like him. I have no idea how far he'll go, but I'm calling it now. I would love to see Justin in paradise. He just seems really genuine. Um, Yeah, just kind of normal. Um, And he's a bit older than a lot of the guys. He's 30. (laughs) Not that 30's old. Trust me, it's not. But um, I really like how genuine he is. Uh, Then she talked to Peter, the pilot. Uh, I just... I know he's going to go far. It's like this guttural instinct watching him, watching the producers, like, capture his story on air. But I just feel like he's a little arrogant. Like, I'm sure he's nice, but there's something about him that's arrogant to me. And I know that might sound weird, and I'm going to really watch this, like, to see if I'm wrong throughout the season. But there's something about him that's, like, young and hopeful And he called himself a hopeless romantic, but I I get this like arrogance for him from him and like describing his career and how he put relationships on the back burner. But now he's at a good place career wise. So he's ready for a relationship. Like if I met a guy, well, let me just backtrack. When I met guys who seemed like that at all, when I was dating single, you know what that told me? That told me like... They're actually not ready for a relationship. They just think that, like, I think they're the sort of guys who will always put the relationship on the back burner. You know, like, my fiance, Andy, never told me that. Ever. He never was like, oh, yeah, like, now I'm at a really good spot in my career and I'm finally ready for a relationship. No. Like, he, most guys naturally do want to be at a good place professionally before they're ready for a wife and that's just out of their own sense of confidence like a man has more confidence when he's um can provide for himself and therefore feels like he could provide for another so it makes sense like psychologically that peter feels good at his career so therefore would be ready for a relationship but um, i don't know i if she picks him and he wins i'm calling it now he will not this guy won't be married until he's like 32 I really don't think he's the sort of guy who's actually, like, ready for marriage. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, like, a weird instinct watching him that I don't think he's ready. So, anyway, that's just my opinion. You can disagree with me. Um, but then we have Cam. Oh, my goodness. Interrupt. I forget who he interrupted on. Uh, maybe it was Devin. I think it was Devin. So Devin's talking to her. He seems normal. I don't, you know, we're not getting much airtime of Devin, so I'm sure he'll be kicked off soon enough. Um, Cam interrupts. Who 
Which producer told him, hey, you know what? It will always help you if you interrupt a date on like the first episode. Who told you that? Dude, have you not watched previous seasons? Like, okay, if you're listening to me and you're like, Marilee, you're really annoying right now. Okay, fine. I'm annoying. But I will tell you this. Anyone who interrupts the dates, you do it like way later on. Like um, just recently, the last season and Colton's season. Um, what's her name? Uh, other beauty pageant queen, um, interrupted a date. Um, uh, why am I blanking on her name? Kaylin interrupted a date when it was like top six trying to convince Colton not to let Cassie go for instance. And that happened like really at like at this point he has six girls left. So like it's annoying to ever see someone interrupt a date, but it happens, especially when there's like 10 people left. But this early on, it's just inappropriate. It is like pure inappropriateness that he interrupted the date this early on. There's so many guys left who need to get to know her. He's had plenty of time with her. Um, I just think Cam's annoying and I don't respect him watching it. And I don't think this is just editing. I genuinely think like Cam is not that self-aware And so he's going to watch this back and hopefully learn from this and become more self-aware. That's all I can really say is I hope he becomes more self-aware from this experience. I don't think this is just editing. I genuinely think the guy is not self-aware. Yeah. So anyway, I think Tyler was like super authentic in this. This is Tyler C., the Abercrombie lookalike. I mean, does anyone else agree with me? This guy looks like he's out of, like, the 19 or the 2000 Abercrombie & Fitch catalog. Uh, Like, you know those black and white Abercrombie & Fitch models and they're, like, you know, looking off into the distance? Yeah, Tyler looks like an Abercrombie model. Um, But he's such a bro. He is, like, the epitome of a bro. So I love when he came out while Cam was, like, doing his little one-on-one with the video cam after he interrupted and he talked to Hannah. And just like everything Tyler did, like as he was talking to Cam, he'd like ask him a question. And then he would like glance to the side. Like, I'm not really paying attention to you. I'm going to look to the side and like half pay attention to you. So he did that. He had his hands in his pockets, um, which I don't know. I feel like every bro I've ever known often stands with their hands in their pockets. Um, he asked like really pointed direct questions which is also, like, kind of bro-ish. Like, hey, I'm just going to, like, be up front with you, man. But then, like, as Cam was talking, he would listen to him. He'd, like, look him in the eye and then kind of look down at his lip and then look him in the eye again and then look down. Which, I don't know. I really want to get in the head of a bro. But I feel like it's just disrespectful. It's, like, Tyler's way of going, like, uh-huh, I'm listening. Like, I'm listening. I'm ignoring you. I'm listening to you. I'm ignoring you. So, like, that glance down, every time he glances down, like, at at Cam's lip or at the ground, it's kind of, like, his way of being, like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, man, I'm I'm tracking you, but, man, you're a douche. I'm tracking you, but you're a douche. When in actuality, Tyler's kind of being the douche. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think Tyler, Tyler, he's a good-looking guy. He might not be a douche, but he acts like the bro of the bros. So anyway, I do appreciate that he went to Cam and talked to him. Uh, and then after he went and talked to him, we had um, 
our friend from Birmingham, Garrett, talked to him. And then after Garrett talked to him, Kevin talked to him. And I am calling this now. The producers, I think, are trying to set up Kevin. So again, first Tyler talked to Cam. Then Garrett, the pro golfer from Birmingham, who kind of treated him as like a gentleman. He basically was like, hey, man, I didn't appreciate it. I don't think you're sorry. And you stepped on our toes. You stepped on her toes. That wasn't cool. Um, Yeah, it was like to the point, respectful. I don't like you, man. And then walked away. So I think Garrett of the three had the best approach. Um, I really like that. And I'm vibing him right now. I'm vibing that he will go decently far based on his mannerisms. And then Kevin came out and he's like a social behavioral, yeah, like a behave, what do, what do they call him? Like a behavioral specialist for the military. So um, my guess is that they know he's in, um, he's in the reserves for the military. So he's a behavioral health specialist. I think their producers are already pitting him just based on his job alone and like the fact that he's in the military. It's it's kind of like um so back in Nick Vile season, um oh my gosh, I am blanking on her name right now. Um and she has a podcast and she's really cute. Um Vanessa um y'all y'all will you're gonna track who I'm talking about. Um Back in Nick Vial's season, you know, there was Corinne and there was Taylor. Sorry, that's her name. Taylor. Corinne and Taylor. And Taylor had just gotten her master's in, um, like, mental health counseling and mental health therapy. So I think that the producers were trying to be like, oh, okay, she thinks she's smart with mental health. Well, we're going to see how she reacts in tough situations where she is called to put her wisdom to practice, right? Like, she's called to be in the midst of a like crazy psycho situation and so then they made Taylor look really bad and it was like oh the irony Taylor is her master's in mental health and yet here she is she looks like she's the villain and the crazy person I totally think that's what's happening right now with Kevin I think they're going to make him some like aggressive um, military behavioral specialist so I don't know what's going to happen in future episodes, but I'm just predicting that. Um, and I think he actually handled himself pretty well uh, with Cam. Um, you know, the way he talked to him. Uh, yeah, I just think he seemed really, like, poised for the most part. And he was just kind of like, yeah, man, like, I don't think that was the best approach. So he seemed pretty calm when he spoke to him at first. But then we get to the rose ceremony. Oh, Lord. And basically, when you get to the rose ceremony, well, I'm going to skip over two things real quick. But at the rose ceremony, he was talking to her. Kevin was. And he did the, ah, the screen with her. Cam approached her. was like, oh, I have something for both of us. So he put her in, like, this rose petal circle. Like, a heart of rose petals. It was super awkward. There was two guys and Hannah in the middle. To the two guys being Cam and Kevin, and just totally sabotage Kevin's time, which, again, Cam, horrible move, really, really poor form, you're super not self-aware, um, yeah, it just, it really pissed me off watching it, and I like that Kevin walked up to him after it and said, hey, I think what you did with me tonight was ridiculous, and honestly, you, you can go 
bleep yourself. Um, yeah. And then he threw chicken nuggets at him. <laughs> so <laughs> love it that I needed that. I needed that comic relief. Um, so, so far I'm liking Kevin. They're not showing that much of him, but I have a feeling the producers are going to make him some sort of a villain, which bothers me. Um, so anyway, that's Kevin. I think her, um, remember earlier last episode, I predicted, um, some of the top four guys and then a few other guys who I think will go far. Um, well, one of them is Tyler. I think, um, Tyler from Dallas or not Tyler. I'm sorry. Connor S. I totally think Connor S. This is like confirming my suspicions that he's going to go far. He didn't get a date. Um, he pulled her aside first. They kissed again. Um, he just seems positive. They definitely have chemistry. Uh, yeah, he's going to go far. I think he's going to be like the easy guy they go far with. It's like obvious that they like each other. So yeah. Um, and then just to say back to Cam, I'm so annoyed. I want this guy off the show. Like he literally repeats himself. Like I'm just going to do what, what I told myself. Always be Cam. I mean, literally like what the heck does that mean and is this like the new slogan or is he like trying to make this the new slogan always be cam i'm just annoyed so cam get off the bachelorette we're done i really hope they don't put him on paradise and if they do i bet they're gonna screw him over and put him in at like the end of paradise when like no one's gonna date him and it's just gonna be an embarrassment to himself or What I mean is, like, he's going to embarrass himself because he's going to come on to paradise and everyone's going to be paired up and no one's going to want to date him and they're just going to make him look like a fool. So, um, that's my prediction for Cam. Um, anyway, uh, continuing on with the rose ceremony. Whew! She and Luke, they definitely have chemistry. And I just love when she goes, it, it's, it's thrilling. He's so hot. Like, I, yeah, she is totally, like, wants to make out with him half naked. I, yeah, the girl is, like, totally into Luke P. Um, and I think it's more than just physical because she's not, like, into any of the other guys the way she's into Luke P. I just feel like he is feeding her and all of her love languages, whatever her love languages are, and maybe it's physical touch. Um, I think it's definitely words of affirmation, and he's used words. So, um, yeah, whatever he's get feeding her is working so far. Um, and yeah, that was steamy. Like, I'm glad they showed all of that. Like, it was so early on for, you know, she was just like raw. Like he gave her a massage. She's like, all right, my turn, (laughs) which was really cute and (laughs) interesting that she was just, you know, ready to, I don't know, just, she was just honest. I don't think she was like stopping herself, telling herself, oh, I'm on a TV show right now and they're taping this. Like she was just being Hannah. Um, and it was hilarious that she said she just wanted to skip the main course and go to dessert. And Luke P is the dessert. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it's so far, like, this is what I mean when I said, like, Hannah will be a great bachelorette because she's just honest and she's not overthinking that she's being filmed. 
this is one of those moments. She's literally not thinking she's being filmed. She's just like in the moment. So because she was in the moment, his shirt came off. They made out. It was steamy. Um, and then <laughs> Jed walked in and she started cursing up a storm and I loved it. Again, it was just so funny and so real. Like been there, done that. I'm raising my hand saying, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing when you do something and then you just start like cursing. You're like, ah, FFF or SSS, like, you know, the other curse word. Um, but I really appreciate that, um, Luke owned up to like his part in that. And he was just like, that's my fault. Like the fact that his shirt was off and they were like, you know, it didn't look right what was happening. So at the very least, again, I'm still like vibing with Luke and Luke for Hannah. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was really funny and real, that whole bit. And Jed played that off well, really well and telling her that it's harder for her than for him. Um, so again, Jed saying all the right things. He's definitely going to go far. Not F1, but definitely like F4 material. Um, and you know what? Like, I also think Luke was self-aware to say that he thinks Cam's the wrong kind of bold. So I just hope that Luke P takes it. He's bold, but I hope he doesn't take it the bad way. And I hope he doesn't become the wrong kind of bold. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, she gave her roses to Tyler C., the Abercrombie model, Garrett, um, Birmingham guy, Devin, Connor S., who again is the, I think he'll go far, um, Luke P., you know, the Greek god body, Dylan, um, the white jacket, like, coiffed hair, kind of quiet guy, Luke S., Nick's lookalike, Mike hopefully the future bachelor, um, Peter, Mr. Pilot, Kevin, the military reserves guy, um, Jonathan, Joey, Mateo, John Paul Jones, Grant. Why is he still there? He's unemployed, so he needs to go. And he's 30 and unemployed, so I don't know what he's doing with his life. Um, and then Cam, and I hated that when it ended, he like made the toast to himself. Like, what a D-bag. So, anyway. um, Whatever. It's over. Then Luke went to visit her. And, God, that was great. I just, like, love that he's like, I'm coming to talk to you. Um, Yeah, their sexual chemistry is just, like, on charts with what it should be when you get married to someone. So, totally vibing their relationship. Um, I could see them together. Like, truly. Um, so I hope, I hope he doesn't self-implode. I hope he doesn't become too bold that he, you know, like messes up with the other guys and then Hannah doesn't like him. Like, I hope that she stays true to herself. He does too. And that it works out how it's supposed to. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so I really like Luke and Hannah so far. He kissed her forehead. Um, he's just told her that, you know she should trust him. Um, and that's it. So that's the end of episode two. Um, my predictions have changed a bit. I do think Jed will get a hometown. Like I I can see that he's probably going to go far. Um, Tyler, 
is on the cusp. Tyler's the Abercrombie model type guy from Florida. He could go far. I don't know if he'll be the top four or not, but he, he could be top four. And then I still think Peter and Connor S are going to be the top four. Um, so yeah, we shall see. Um, I don't know if you're like me. I feel like my top four constantly evolve, <laughs> but I do have to be true to the top four. I call it on the first night. So, uh, anyway, that's episode two. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you have anything to share, please DM me on merrily 17 and we will chat. Um, there's so much to say, so much more to reveal, and I can't wait to go through this journey with you guys. All right, have a good night. Okay, so it's the segment you've all been waiting for, the where are they now segment. Um, so today we're going to talk about Blake Horseman. Gosh, isn't that a mouthful, Horseman? Can you imagine, like, what name goes well with that? Like, um... Becca Horstman, that's okay. Christina Horstman, that's okay. Hannah Horstman, that's actually pretty good. I like that. Hannah Horstman. Do you guys know who I'm referring to? Maybe Hannah G, Hannah Goodwin. Anyway, um, hey, it could happen. So Blake is still single. Blake was, um, who, who the heck is that? Um, so Blake was Becca Kufrin's runner-up. If you're listening to this and you don't know who he is, get on the IG. Find out. He's a good-looking guy. Super nice guy. Um, I really like Blake. He's he's in my top five of, like, most recent guys on this show who are pretty awesome. Yeah, he's he and Jason Tartik are up there. I actually like them more than I like Garrett. But, um, yeah, I really like both of those guys. But, um, so Blake... Yeah, so Blake is still single. I'm not quite sure if he's working for Coors Light anymore. So if we remember, Blake um, has is from Denver, lives in Denver. He worked for the beer company for years, and that's what he was doing when he came on The Bachelor. And, um, you know, now we're in May of 2019. And according to his Instagram... So, you know, he could he could still be repping Coors Light. I'm not sure if he still is, though. It says he, I sell weighted blankets and teeth whitener. <laughs> so that's what he says he does for a living. I doesn't, I'm not surprised if that's what he actually does. Um, he also is a brand rep for um, the energy drink, it looks like, called Rain Endurance. Um, it, it looks kind of like a um, Red Bull to me. But I've never tried it. I don't know what it's like. It looks like Kevin Wint. And um, he's also a partner for them. Um, so anyway, it's it's some drink. Uh, but uh, yeah. So Blake is still living in Denver. Um, selling blankets, teeth whitener, and energy drinks. And um, as far as his dating life... Um, back in the fall of 2018, he dated Christina Schulman, who had been on Nick Vial's season and then on Paradise dating Dean Unglert. Um, so anyway, now in the fall, he dated her and uh, it didn't work out for the two of them. You know, no one's publicly said why or exactly what the problem was, but they didn't work out. Um, and he's been publicly single since. Um, Hannah G is I think planning to go to paradise shocker there 
And uh, she's publicly said that she thinks he's good looking. So hopefully Blake will go to paradise too. And maybe they will date or maybe he'll date someone else. But um, he is single right now. And um, just recently, um, I don't know if they're still there, but he's been in Bali, which is amazing. Um, So Kevin Wint. So Kevin uh, was a guy on Bachelor Canada. If you remember, he won Bachelor Canada, you could say. He was engaged to the the Bachelorette, the first Bachelorette they ever had in Canada. And her name was Jasmine. Um, anyway, Kevin started doing these active escapes um, adventures where, like, they go to exotic locations, they exercise, they drink, and they have a good time. So he invited Blake to go on the most recent one to Bali. So it was Kevin, his girlfriend Astrid, who... If y'all recall, they met on Paradise last year and now both live in Canada. Um, and um, Blake. So that's where Blake has been most recently. If you go to his Instagram, you can see some cool pictures. Um, if you really want to see what it looks like, go to Kevin's page, though. Kevin has a whole video of, like, their, you know, crib, so to speak. Um, it's gorgeous. So check that out. Um and that's the update on Blake. So we shall see who what happens in paradise. Um, just a few other updates in the Bachelor world. Um, so hopefully you all know that Lauren and Ari are expecting. Uh, they keep posting. It looks like they're in their final weeks. They're, I think they're 35, 36 weeks or so now um, pregnant. So she's very pregnant and probably going to deliver in the next few weeks. So stay up to date with Lauren and Ari. Uh, and Crystal and Goose, I thought this was funny, um, Crystal made a comment on her page recently, uh, this was a post on May 19th, just me and you, for now, hashtag babies on the mind, (laughs) so I don't know, maybe this couple is, like, trying to get pregnant before they get married, I don't know, I wouldn't put it past them, but, uh, yeah, so maybe they will get pregnant soon. And uh, speaking of another bachelorette, it looks like Becca K is not pregnant, but really, really, really wants a corgi. Um, we saw it on the bachelorette re- reunion that uh, she asked the other girls, like, tell Garrett to get me a corgi and convince him. Uh, and they were all like, yeah, Garrett, get Becca a corgi. And then I thought this was so cute on her post on May 18th. She put a ton of pictures of all these dogs, and she's somewhere in Wisconsin, so I don't know if it's her parents' house or her sister's or what, but the most beautiful little dogs, um, they're so cute. So uh, she's clearly craving having a dog. I really hope she and Garrett uh, adopt a puppy soon, and I'm sure that'll, you know, satisfy her craving for getting married or having a baby. Um but, yeah, I, I really don't think they're going to get married anytime soon, but hopefully getting a dog. Uh, and then, just as a little recap, um, if y'all remember Tenley, she was, like, America's sweetheart. Um, well, Tenley uh, Molzen, I can never say her last name correctly, she was on Jake's season, then was on Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, I think she was on The Bachelor, like, four times. Um Anyway, she finally got married last year. 
So just had her anniversary this past April, her one year anniversary and her Instagram, she kind of blew it up with a lot of pictures of she and her very handsome hubby, Taylor. Um, And so if you just want to see a bit of her life or her wedding for inspiration or just so you feel romantic again and remember that it will come and you will get married and if you don't want to get married you will find your happily ever after in whatever form that looks like but her wedding video is up online um as of May 10th and it's it's gorgeous honestly like her videographer was amazing her wedding looks beautiful and I heard her say in a podcast that no one from Bachelor Nation came to her wedding. So she did not She did not invite anyone from The Bachelor, which I think is great. You know, that's her, that's her life. And maybe she's not really close with any of them anymore. And so I appreciate that she did her wedding authentically to her. So anyway, go follow Tenley, her page. It's um, T- T-E-N-L-E-Y um, M-O-L-Z-A-H-N. And you will find her. Um, she has a name change, of course, because she got married, but, um, yeah, that's her Instagram name still. So anyway, happy searching, my friends. I hope you have a great week and can't wait for episode three. Bye.